What's poppin' everybody? This is Charles Livingston from Marion, Arkansas, and you're joined by me and my cousin, co-host, and uh, platonic friend, Logan <laughs> Livingston. Logan, tell the people hello. Hello, guys. What's up? Uh, uh, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're a fan of the Arkansas Razorbacks football team. Uh, if you're a fan of the Arkansas Razorbacks football team, I'm going to assume you watched yesterday's football contest in Texas in which the Razorbacks ran wild over the Texas Tech Red Raiders. It was final score, 49-28 Logan. Tell me what you thought. Uh, completely dominating performance. I was actually really surprised and impressed overall in our performance. Um, obviously, I knew we could run the ball, but uh, we hadn't really proved it against a decent team. And uh, we just totally just outmuscled those guys yesterday, man. Like They knew we were going to run the ball, and they still couldn't do anything about it. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, actually, after the game, was like, we knew it was coming, but... We just couldn't do anything about it, you know? I mean, and that's that's actually a good feeling to have as a fan, you know? Like, we just dominated them. Yeah, I kept blowing off the ball. Second half, you ran it 30 times to two passes. And, uh, again, like you said, they knew it was coming. They were putting 11 in the box, and they still couldn't stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, obviously, Texas Tech's no world beater. It's not Texas or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Texas back in the day. Texas <laughs> <Yeah>. now <laughs> Texas now's Texas, about as bad. <laughs> Texas Tech may be a better win than being Texas. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, 100%. You go on the road, uh, you're able to. to uh, you know, the thing I was more impressed with than anything uh, was the uh, was the defense. That's the thing I was worried about. I think we talked about it last week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the Hogcast. <laughs> and um, you know, and uh, I wasn't sure how we were going to hold up against uh, their high-powered passing game. Obviously, one way to do that is to keep them off the field by dominating time and possession. I saw a stat today. We more than doubled their time and possession. Oh, yeah, we held we the had, ball 40 minutes. Yeah, we had the ball for 40, almost 41 minutes of the game. That's just out of control. Right, uh, and the second half was twenty three fifty five six oh five in the second half. So uh, that's certainly one way to uh, to slow down a high powered passing offense is to just uh, never give them the ball. Um, it's, you know, sort of, it, it sounds simple. If they don't have the ball, generally speaking, they can't score. So, what uh, was a good feeling? It was a good win because I wasn't quite sure. I mean, I, I knew there would be points scored, and I thought I, you know. I thought we had more talent than them, but you know, it's Texas Tech. As far as that goes, they're they're in their second year under Cliff Kingsbury, and they're they're sort of at the same point of their rebuild that we are. So yeah, I it's think, good to know. I think it was huge, also, that it was on the road. I mean, I was I was texting yeah. you earlier about you know last year we played a couple, you know, we played Rutgers on the road, and uh, we just we sucked. I mean, we got killed. You know, I actually wrote a column uh, for Monday's uh, edition of the Evening Times comparing this game to Rutgers and how. We kind of dominated that game similarly. It was 24 to seven going to the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and um, it just went south in a hurry. And that, yeah. that's all I kept thinking about yesterday. I was like, God, that Rutgers game. But yeah. um, you know, again, th- this game as a whole, it, it, it not only continues our domination of Texas Tech mm-hmm. on the gridiron. I think we now lead 29 to seven all time. Yep. Um, but it puts us in the pole. You know, and it, that sets up a very interesting Southwest Conference Championship game in two weeks against Texas A&M. Yeah. I agree, uh, man. I was like, I think, I mean, obviously, A and M is going to be a better football team than Texas Tech, but yes. uh, it was very uh, reassuring to see our defense, who I thought our secondary was just god awful, and they still aren't the greatest ever. I'm not going to say right. they're the best, but I really thought they were going to throw for 400 yards on us. And I think we held and, them. To, and I thought the game would be in the 40s. Yeah, and I think we held them to 275 yards in the air, which you know isn't great, but again, for our secondary, I was totally impressed. <laughs> Came up with some turnovers, too, which yeah. is the biggest thing, especially considering we didn't rush the passer at all. Yeah, and Rohan uh, Gaines depleted a mug. I mean, destroyed a guy. That yeah. was, I mean, as bad as he's been throughout the year, that was like a shining moment for him. I think I literally, like, my phone blew up when that happened. I was just like, 
amazed. Like, that was huge. I'm not texting you and said, throw at me again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bet you won't. Uh, but yeah, he they they abused him a little bit in the passing game. I think everybody sort of had even. Mm-hmm. I think even Nickel State tried to, and we're not even. Oh, and Nickel State lost yesterday to Henderson State, who was yeah. a, who was a, a, you know. So yeah. uh, <laughs> again, we, we could have picked our score against them. I mean, that's just a bad right. team. So just uh yeah, it'll be interesting. To, it'll be interesting to keep up with their uh, season as it goes on. Well, I got a feeling they'll have a new coach probably next year. That dude had like a negative three hundred percent win percentage. So oh god, he looked so <laughs> depressed, dude. He Gosh. looked like one of those. You know when you get those prisoner videos, <laughs> like those POW videos, and like you know like they're looking at him and they always look beat down. Like that's <laughs> yeah, how the guy looked the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad. Uh, now obviously you know I, I touched on the pass rush earlier, which is. You know, Nickel State, we got loose a little bit, and that was that was nice. But yesterday, we – I don't know that we had a sack or if we didn't, but I don't remember one. Um, uh, Trey Flowers had some, like, negative uh, yards for loss or whatever on some running backs. Loss. Yeah, but he never, got, he never got to the quarterback, I don't think. Which they were checking down a lot. I was actually really impressed again with the secondary because we never – we gave up one deep ball, I think. Whereas last year, I feel like we were giving up deep balls like left and right, like they were getting. Even like, this year, the, the, yeah. as early as the Auburn game, yeah. we gave up some. Again, it didn't matter who the quarterback was. Yeah. Again, Auburn though, I got a feeling Malzahn that offense again will probably be the best we see all year. I really believe that. Right, I just mean like we weren't in position. To oh make no, it. yeah, we weren't. I mean, there was only one that we got really messed up on. Tevin Mitchell was on the backside of a guy, and uh, they threw it. The guy just made a good, good pass. You know, that was I think it was like third and fifteen, and he threw like a 30, 40 yard touchdown. I think something like that. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm worried about the pass rush. Although they held up against the run, let's see here. I've got the rushing stats here in front of me. They had they, like 100 yards rushing, I think. Yeah, which you know, again, when you're geared up to stop the pass, you're, that's to be expected. You probably could ask Cl- Cliff Kingsbury why they probably didn't run it more. Mm-hmm. Looks like they ran it about not even 20 times, from what I can tell. So again, another, uh, another thing I was impressed with the, yesterday, though, is like you know, we started the game off, we got to stop, right? Yep. They punt, we punt, they make them punt, and then you know we get that turnover where it bounces off one of our players. Uh-oh. You know, I feel like that's like one of those here we go again moments. But they battled back, man. They did not let yep. that get them down. Whereas last year, 100%. I feel like when something went wrong, they were just done mentally. Like they were, it was just over. Especially 100%. on especially on the road too. Like we're on the road. You know, this is a this is a decent team. You know, they're big Big Twelve. You know, they're pretty decent. They went to a bowl game last year. Right. Um, that could get in a, a team's head, you know. But they they fought right back. You know, it didn't didn't stop them at all. I thought that was crucial mm-hmm. because, um, especially when they converted into a touchdown, about it seemed like about twenty seconds later. Yeah, but, uh, pretty much. You know, because we're we're, we're talking all week about, oh God, how are we going to stop? And they're going to throw all over us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, exactly, you know, we actually get the stop three and out, and uh, and then, like you said, just just fought back and um, and um, again, even after them scoring. So really, from that point on, we dominated the game forty nine to twenty one. Uh, after we just basically handed them uh, seven points. Yeah, it was in our end of the field. Yeah, we gave them seven. Then we also gave them another turnover when we got real cute down there in the red zone, uh, trying to yeah. quadruple three-person reverse with two different quarterbacks. On or first and goal from the six. <laughs> After we've been running it down their throat all day. Like, I just don't uh, I don't understand that play call. But luckily, uh, we got a pick uh, in the following series. Uh, Sprinkle, I think. Got a pick. Martrell Spate. Spate, not Sprinkle. He's a yeah. tight end. I, I never understood... Uh, I don't understand our, our staff's obsession with um with with uh, uncorking these <laughs> these uh, trick plays when it, like last week very first play of the game mm-hmm. uh, that reversed the count I said it at the time I said it on the, this very uh, hog hogcast uh-huh. I was like now why in the world are we putting that on film when we don't need it against you know 
against Nickel State. Nickel State to be successful. Okay. Yeah. I, that, that didn't make sense to me at the time. It doesn't make sense now. Yesterday, we're first in goal. Mm-hmm. We hit we hit them for what? I mean, what did we average per carry? Like seven, seven yards, yards a carry. carry. Okay. So, <laughs> what are we? Six point four yards per attempt. Yeah. All right. You're you're at the six. Throw it two. Right two two yards, and I'm gonna say that you're gonna score. Yeah, probably. Uh, just straight ahead. I don't know, so, man. I just feel like I can just picture Jim Chaney sitting up there with like his like card of plays, and it's just like it's just like run up the middle. It's like a draw play over and over again. And he's got really bored and was like, you know what? Let's draw this one up in the sand. I'm bored, but it was hey, dumb. Guess what? It was dumb though. I really, I was, I was hot after that play. I was real hot. I did not understand what they were thinking because the game wasn't over at that point. I think it was a no, seven, no, it was seven point game. Seven I think. point game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we gave him the ball back. We gave him the ball back up seven for free while we're in the red zone. I mean, you know. You know, we don't get that pick on the following drive. What's to say that game doesn't go completely different, you know? I mean, you just can't do stupid stuff like that. That made no sense to me. Even the touchdown, even if you um, – even the touchdown, if you cannot um, – you, you've got a field goal in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that's points there. That's points that you're going to need against a team that you're afraid of scoring a lot of, scoring a lot of points. Yep. And you're just, you're just like, oh, that's all right. Just, uh, we're just going to – we're going to hand it off. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Uh, it didn't make sense. It was the craziest. Um, it was the craziest um, call of the day, and it was way crazier <laughs> to me than uh, even the reverse last week. Because yeah. at least the one last week scored, and all you know. Well, last week we were going to win probably no matter what we did. Right. I mean, honestly, right. Texas Tech could actually beat us. Like legitimately, they could have beaten us. Yes. Like that's I agree. A, that's a game where they can win. So you know, you don't. You know, wanna... you know, it... Go ahead. People forget that we, you know, it was a seven-point game going to the fourth quarter. So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Uh, no. I mean, the game wasn't out of control yet. I mean, again, we we I think we took over like nine minutes of the fourth quarter, uh, time of possession wise. So that kind of killed the morale for old Texas Tech. But uh, by the way, what do you, you think about what do you think about Kingsbury punting with like three minutes or whatever to go, four minutes to go? Is that just throwing in the white flag? I feel like he got to go for it. Yeah, there, you know, well, waving the white flag. I think I think he just sort of was looking at his situation and said, you know what, it's not our day and. You know, we. I thought that was interesting. Maybe he was hoping we'd muff another punt. Uh, I guess maybe, but I was like, dude, you got to go for this, man. Like you're really just giving up right here. I don't what are you know. telling your team? What are you telling your team at that point? You're giving because, up on him. You don't believe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I I would be livid if I was a Texas Tech fan. I was like, man, like you got to give it a shot. You know, I mean, give it a chance. You don't know what could happen. I mean, our defense isn't right. the greatest ever. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they got a fourth and five on us. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be shocked. They, they could actually throw the ball. That's what yeah. I'm saying. 100. percent Like I didn't get that. Point. I, uh, I I thought I thought that was curious. Um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we, we'd be remiss if we talked about Texas Tech. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, quarterback's been a concern of mine. Um, yeah. and I thought, man, I thought our starter was. Uh, I thought BA was off a little bit yesterday. He uh, was. He missed. He missed at least two that were really bad overthrows. He had two touchdowns pretty much open. Yeah. Uh, like so obviously he didn't have to throw it a lot, and that's encouraging. But the day's gonna come where we will have to throw it a lot. Yeah. Um, well, not a lot. Hopefully, it'll never come. Well, we have to throw it a lot because that means you're down. I think. Hopefully I, think uh, I think that day is going to come a little soon. We'll get to that uh, in a minute. I was investigating NIU. Uh, oh, while I waited. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, nice teaser. Yeah. yeah I, I thought that there were a couple. I know there was one to Drew Morgan where yeah. the, the kid just laid out. Um, of course, he's a, he's that a Greenwood one, that Bulldog. One, that one was bad. Yeah, Greenwood Bulldog. Uh, yeah, that one that one wasn't as bad as the Keon one or the there was two Keon overthrows that were really bad. The flea flicker he had Keon. The flea flicker, yeah. That one was he was um, wide open for that one. That that one should have been a touchdown. And he had one on the right side of the end zone. I think it was the Keon, but I can't remember. He uh, it was a play action pass and he had the dude open. He just missed it. 
and, and again, and you know, and we're talking about all these things. We're sort of picking it apart. Uh, the upside you, you could take away from all this too, and I think you already have, is that uh, we made all these mistakes. We made a barrel of mistakes yesterday. Quarterback play wasn't very good. We had a couple of turnovers. Uh, we gave up. You know, they they had they averaged five point three yards per play, which is obviously half of a first down per play. So they they were moving the ball. They just didn't have the ball enough. Uh, and we still were able to win by uh, 21 points. And, again, this is the first time we've beaten a Big Five conference team since, uh, I guess, uh, Kentucky 2012. Kentucky in October. Th- yeah, so it was coming up on the two-year mark. So, I mean, to, uh, I mean, I haven't felt this good about a football game in a long time. Cause, I mean, and, and to be fair, our, our last two games against uh, – our, our last two wins before yesterday against uh, – Against Power Five teams were Kentucky, who went 0 and 8 in the SEC that year, mm-hmm. and Auburn the previous week, coached by Gene Chizik. This so. is this is. I mean, I know this is not like a super big win. I mean, it's a big win and a turning point. I really do think so. But this is the mo- the best I've felt since the Cotton Bowl, probably. I mean, honestly. Well, well because you know you got to think John L snuffed out our flames so quickly in 2012, week two, yeah, after by you, losing to Louisiana Tech. ULM, dude. After Monroe, I was that year was rough, man. That year was. And, and last year, I would have felt good about the Rutgers win, probably maybe even a little better than this, considering the circumstances. Remember, we started AJ Derby in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have felt I would have felt better last year about Rutgers, but obviously we didn't win that yeah. ball game. I mean, so. here though, we won and we won in dominant fashion. Like we just right. demoralized them in the second half. Uh, and like I said, that you know that's the offensive line was just. Banging down huge holes, yeah. the running backs were, were the. I mean, J. Will two trill. Yeah, was, J. Will was, two trill was out of control. Four TDs on the day. Man. Uh, first Razorback since Darren McFadden in 2007 to uh, score four touchdowns in a game. Also, the first Razorback since Darren McFadden to go over 200 yards rushing in a game mm-hmm. was uh, Alex Collins. Uh, Darren, of course, did it against LSU, yeah. the official eventual national champion in 2007 in that crazy uh, overtime contest. I, I, in I brought Rouge. that wood, coach. Hey, yeah, uh, which again just goes to prove that Darren McFadden is the greatest. He is the greatest by far. Uh, Do you see that gif of? You see that gif of a uh, skipper throwing down some of Tech's defensive linemen? No, but you I did. saw the chip it does one of of oh. Kingsbury. Well, that, and, one's, uh, that one's that was probably Bert. that one's probably better just because it's hilarious. But you need to look at the gif of uh, Dan Skipper. He's just treating mugs like a bunch of second graders. Like he grabs this guy trying to rush Brandon Allen and just literally throws him to the ground and goes and blocks another guy. Like he's like this skipper's no joke. He is huge. We saw him at the Auburn game coming out of the tunnel, and he's like seven foot and just huge. Like, I would not want to see that guy in a dark alley. I would be dev terrified. <laughs> I, I would hate to owe money to that guy. Yeah, it's terrifying, man. So, That's a guy that I would hate to get on the wrong side of. So, in recap, Chuck, how, how what, what's your pulse feeling like right now uh, after the Tech game? Honestly, honestly, I could see, I could see us stealing. And again, it obviously I, I, I told you my concerns. The concerns have been the same the whole year. Yeah, I could see us still in an SEC game. I could see us beating Northern Illinois, UAB, mm-hmm. and I could see us catching Ole Miss or uh, you know maybe even Mississippi State, who's still not impressive. Dude, uh, I, I'm like for me, the SEC East is like a giant question mark right now. Like I don't know yes. who's legit or who's not. Like Georgia may not be I as good as we thought. I, I thought Georgia was going to be legit, dude. And they look they didn't look too good last night. No. No, so. Georgia. Um, they didn't. You know, obviously they only lost by three. But South, considering South Carolina gave up a million points, yeah, to um to uh A and M two weeks ago, so and they, then Georgia couldn't take advantage. You exactly. Know? So who's to say Georgia's not like? I mean, I thought they were my favorite to win the East early on, but after last night, I'm definitely taking that back. I don't see. I don't think they got a shot. 
Well, and then you got Florida and involved in a, a dogfight with uh, Florida should have lost last night, dude. Florida should have lost. I kept seeing the score. Like I, I was at Huey's and yeah. like I kept watching it and like I, I was like I was like, how is Kentucky doing this? Because I mean, like, but who's the thing we can't? Was, who's the thing we can't steal the Georgia game in Little Rock, man? I mean, Little Rock's always a tough place to play. It's gonna be loud, man. Right. No, I agree. Georgia, uh, Georgia's back in play for me now because uh, I do believe South Carolina's still good, and I think Georgia's still good. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, they, I think they've got quarterback question marks now. They I do. think they, yeah. Hudson Mason didn't show a lot. Uh, if you keep Todd Gurley in check, mm-hmm. um, you know, which, again, is easier said than done, like most things. But uh, if you can keep Gurley in check and keep him in the box without going ham, mm-hmm. um I mean, could we get Georgia? Georgia was the other one. You know? I mean, the, Georgia's got – Yeah, Georgia – I think Georgia, yeah, we definitely could steal that one. Then you also got to look, you know, Missouri as well. They're very built similar to Texas Tech, you know. They don't really got a rushing attack. They got, you know, Matty Mock, who is a problem so far. But if we can find a way to contain him, we might come best around and win that game too, you know. It's on the road, which I – It is I, on the road, uh, but so is, so is Tech. Obviously, Missouri is better than Tech. But, you know, right. we may be a world's better by that point. That's the last game of the I, year. I don't know much about Missouri because they keep playing these uh these slum dog um mm-hmm. yeah uh, I agree mid majors uh, well, that's the thing we'll know more when the Eastern Conference starts heating up we get to see them play you know some legit competition um right which hasn't happened yet yeah. but uh, right now at this point right now their biggest win is Toledo so at the yeah right so they uh, at this point I would say I could see five wins this year because I assume we're going to beat Northern Illinois mm-hmm. and um. I assume we'll beat Northern. And I assume we'll beat UAB. I'm just gonna assume. I'm gonna chalk those up, mm-hmm. and I, it's which is dangerous to ever do, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And uh, and then I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say in order. I'm still not sold on Ole Miss. Uh, I'm gonna put Ole Miss number one because we're at home. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Georgia at two just because. Little Rock's hard to play, dude. The problem is that's the week after Alabama. I would feel a lot better if it were the after the bye week. The <laughs> what week if before Alabama. What if we're coming off a big win against Alabama? <laughs> uh, breaking news: Logan Livingston's been arrested for um, t- after testing positive for crack cocaine usage. Uh, I'll, I'll be doing the show solo next week. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, think we beat Alabama. I don't think we win that a- game. A- Alabama will be down. Uh, if I'm ranking the the SEC game, I think we win. Alabama might be last. No, Alabama is last. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, I think for me, it's probably Ole Miss, Georgia, and then LSU. Honestly, maybe even Missouri though. I don't know. I'm not sold on LSU myself. Alabama's for real. I don't think LSU is. For any of that to happen, we're going to have to rush the passer better, and we're going to have to refine this passing game. Exactly. But those are things that uh, they come. I mean, that, that may, maybe we'll work on it this week against Northern Illinois because, uh, again, I didn't feel like we worked on it extensively uh-huh. in, in a game situation against Nichols, and I feel like we didn't do it yesterday. Uh, granted, because we didn't have to, yeah. but it would have been nice to get some game reps. All right, so you said you've looked at Northern yes, Illinois. Yes, I've looked at Northern Illinois today. I did some research. Uh, obviously, they haven't played really anybody any good. They played mm-hmm. uh, FCS team uh, Presbyterian first. They rolled mm. them like 55 to nothing. Then they mm. played uh, Northwestern again. They they are 0-2, so they haven't really – Northwestern hasn't won a game yet, so obviously they're not super they're great. They're still a Big Ten school, though. I mean, have you seen the Big Ten's results lately? Because the Mac That's... might be better than them, honestly. So. <laughs> from night from top to bottom, maybe the very top top. Like, yeah, so uh... not, not convinced on the Big Ten right now, but uh, – then after that, they had UNLV, who also hasn't won a game this year. So their competition isn't good, but they're averaging on defense, only allowing 70 yards rushing per game. As a mm. So right now it's going to be, you know, um, how's our rushing when attack? The gonna... When the immovable force yeah. meets uh, 
Yeah. So we're going to see how that goes. I mean, obviously, they haven't seen a rushing attack like ours yet. I mean, they haven't. They just haven't seen it, and they probably won't see it for the rest of the year. This is their biggest game all year. This We're the highest-rated right. team on their schedule. So they're going to get up for this game. They're going to be ready to go. Like They're coming to an SEC school. They're ready to go. Prove also, it sounds like... It sounds like we're the first team they're going to play that uh, actually has the wind of their name so exactly. far. So, we, uh, we will be, it looks like. So, you know, and then on the other side, they've been averaging, giving up like 400 yards in the air, mm. even against these slum dog teams. So, mm, 400. 400. So, if mm. Brandon Allen could come out there and, you know, be better than some of these FCS quarterbacks, we, sh- we could be doing all right. So, again, I don't know. I highly doubt they hold our rushing attack to oh, under 100. I highly doubt right. it. Like, I just highly, highly doubt it. But this could be a game that, you know, Brandon Allen proves himself, proves his worth. I mean, because uh, their secondary is very Arkansas-esque, it looks like. If they sell out to stop the run, then that might be a situation where uh, there will be opportunities there for Brandon. Now, he'll have to still convert them, of course. But, um, again, the, the, the situation sounds like they'll be there. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think this is a game where Brandon Allen can definitely uh, have an impact. I mean, because they're going to try to stop the run, and apparently so far they've been good at it. So we're going to have to respect that until we prove them otherwise, you know. Um, but, again, I do think our rushing attack will be able to we'll be able to move the ball a little bit on the ground. But, again, their weak spot is their secondary. So let's see if Brandon Allen can pick them apart. That's interesting. Well, you know, and actually we'll be, uh, we'll be, we might even be reporting live from the road at this one. Uh, Logan and I are going to be attending the Northern Illinois game. Exactly. Um, I'll be in the press box. Logan will be out wherever he's sitting. I don't know where he, but where'd you buy tickets at? Uh, somewhere like first row upper deck, something like that. Ooh, that's not bad. Well, you know, a game like this, you, you should, per, you should have been able to pick your spots. Yeah. There was a lot um, of tickets open, unfortunately. Folks need to get excited about Razorback football again, dude. I was hyped after yesterday. Yeah, I agree, especially a home game, you know, and they're, you know, and that was sort of the thing during the great stadium debate. Everybody was like, oh, well, Fayetteville. Fayetteville is a much nicer stadium, but mm-hmm. you have to still go to the games. Yeah, uh, you only get so many opportunities to go to a, a Razorback football game during the season. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the problem is um, this is one of those opportunities, you know. You, you know, you don't make the schedule exactly. Um, and I, I don't – I have no question that Alabama, LSU, Ole Miss – can, uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. those games will be uh, packed out. But oh, yeah. again, we, we play what seven, six home games this year. Yeah, and Northern Illinois. And, I mean, uh, again, Northern Illinois. They went to a BCS Bowl two years ago and almost went to one last year. They they lost their conference championship game. But they're, uh, they're, the, the wheels literally flew off their car. Yeah, literally flew off. So again, they're a pretty respectable team. And I think it's going to be. It'll probably be. A, it'll be a close game. I think. I really do. I think it's going to be a decent game to watch. So I don't know. People got to show up. Yeah, people got to come out. Like I said, it should be a nice day on the hill. Uh, again, obviously, the week after that, we will be uh, – I'm not going to Jerry's World, but, uh, you know, the game's at Jerry's World, and then there's a bye week, so, and then there's Alabama. So uh, if you if you really just want to see a Razorback win, this uh, this might be the week. This might be the opportunity for a couple weeks yeah, I don't, uh, to go in person. So Yeah, after Northern Illinois, the schedule gets brutal, like brutal. Right, and that's assuming, you know – that. That's assuming the SEC East is still good, but it's a uh, it's it's going to be an interesting game because uh, Northern Illinois is a is a game kind of like Texas Tech where, um, you know, there's a lot of things that could happen. Um, yeah. I'm really glad it's at home. I think that's going to make a big difference. I really do. I, uh, I can see that. I mean, Texas Tech's good. I think NIU is probably on the same. I think they're probably comparable talent level. Um, I just think their defense is probably their bright spot, whereas Texas Tech's bright spot was their offense. So. We will see how, you know, like you said, you know, the movable object meets the, you know, the brick wall. See what happens. Yeah, 
up front. Yeah. Uh, here, here's a question. How hard did uh, Club Burt party the other night? Oh, Club Burt probably partied hard, dude. It was off the was, chain. Was Club Burt open until 5.30? Did oh, they have to run people out? At least. At least. There are so many karma tweets going on last night. You don't even... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I, I don't even want to talk. I don't even want to touch that because I, you know, I, I know what will happen. But they... Uh, <laughs> But uh, seriously, they, they, it actually, actually, that's the other thing. That's the underrated thing. It was the first win mm-hmm. since the infamous Karma tweets. It was. Uh, it was. So, uh, you know, uh, it's interesting. Yes, it was a big win because, uh, again, we, we notched a big win against the Power 5 Conference, which is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you moved on. You, you, you know, you got an important win. You got a road win. Mm-hmm. You, you're able to do – you're able to play Club Burt Ball. Exactly. Um, well, we talked about at, it before. Know, there was no chance that's going to go bowl game if we lost this game. So zero, like, zero, zero. and it still may not happen anyway. Yeah. But you're now in the conversation to where, mm-hmm. by God, if you can sweep your non-conference games mm-hmm. and you can steal Georgia and Ole Miss, now you are bowling. And yeah. how fast would the AutoZone Liberty Bowl in Memphis uh, invite Arkansas? Oh God, so fast. We'd sell that place out, dude. Especially if somehow Texas got a bowl game, which is a stretch right now. And they right. got to the Liberty Bowl, man. Texas, Arkansas, and the Liberty Bowl—that's like my dream right now, my dream matchup. Because we would wreck that butt, I think. Oh yeah, again, you know, we love to beat Texas in bowl games. So. I love it, love it. But uh, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, if it's the on Liberty Bowl, the, the, there's a good chance that uh, that I would go to cover that that football game. Oh yeah, I would be there no matter what, dude. There's no way I missed that game. We Zero. would, uh, of, course, of course, the last time we were there, we I, I actually think I had hypothermia. <laughs> I'm pretty and sure I, I had frostbite on my feet. It was nine my, degrees outside. My toes froze off, so I, I popped them in the in the microwave and uh, I warmed them and I I, I re- reattached them. But uh, regardless, yeah. it was not great. But it was it was a fun. Day. It was a, it was worth it at the end of the day. But yeah. uh, during even the uh, game was, was even the game was kind of terrible. I'm glad we won because it'd have been like the worst thing ever. If we had lost that game, I would have been some kind of hot. That's probably one of the most boring like games in Petrino in the Petrino era. Honestly, it was a field goal game, man. Field game. We had about seven drops. We didn't convert a third down. Well, it was like um, they were throwing a cinder block out there. It was so damn cold. I mean, Christ. And yet we still. Yet we continue to throw it around. So. Yeah, dude. That's Petrino ball, dude. He's he's gonna he's gonna throw it on your butt. So. He will. Speaking of Petrino. Uh huh. We got three votes in the AP poll today. Uh, didn't get ranked, but that's one more than the Louisville Cardinals, coached by Kyle uh, uh. Petrino. And I know that's going to make fans. I don't know if it's going to make fans riot or happy. I don't know. I don't know what the pulse is out there for that. But uh, it makes me feel good. Um, I was. Well, you know. I'll... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you Sorry. got it. Uh, you know I love Bobby Petrino. Uh, and uh, I think yesterday was just sort of a a little bump in the road. Having said that, it's good that we uh. That's a huge honor, you know. We talked about that earlier. That it was a, uh, it was interesting, you know, getting a prime time like that, uh, prime television spot at two thirty in the afternoon on ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of what people think, um, think about Texas Tech or whatever, I think we can all agree that we're both Tech and ourselves are in the same area of our rebuild. Yep. And uh, we were able to win out the, you know. So I think a lot of people, just casual viewers tuning in to look at that game probably saw man look at arkansas there, yeah, there's no joke we gained a lot of respect to, uh yesterday like a lot like i was watching all like for the first time in two years since bp left i watched like all the post-game stuff like uh college football final all that stuff and they were all praising the razorbacks for how good they did um everybody was talking about how how much better of a team we were than last year which i think we both can agree on we're a much better team than we were last year and um, it was just really good to hear that, you know. Even Troy Aikman today during the Cowboys game even was talking about how he watched the Arkansas-Texas Tech game and how 
we just ran it right down their throats, and it was impressive. You know, it's just good to it's good to be back in the spotlight a little bit again. Obviously, we're not a national championship contender or anything, but it's good to it's just good to be talked good about again. We uh, yeah, where you compare the uh, the post game stuff from uh, the last couple of years, and I've actively tried to avoid it. Yeah. Um, to the to the point where I uh, I, I almost destroyed one TV one time after <laughs> we lost the ULM game oh, two years ago man. in Little Rock, where I was like, well. Um, so yeah, it, it's nice to to want to uh, to want to watch it as opposed to uh, again. Yeah, I, I do think we'll look back on yesterday's game, sort of like we we'll, we will look back one day. You know, and, there, and there's always the games you can always remember them. You know, for for Bobby Petrino, I think it was that season finale in his first year when we beat LSU in that Little was a good Rock. One. That was a good one. Uh, you know, Houston Nut. Uh, I, I I still remember uh, beating. Uh, out, we beat Alabama. They were ranked in the top 20 at home in Fayetteville his first year, and they hadn't lost yet. And you know, everybody was talking about how they were going to win the SEC and SEC West, and we beat them down. And you what? know, for Danny Ford. It, you know, beating Alabama down there, of course. You know, so I think I think yesterday will be that first big win for Club Burt. Uh, it took a little longer than we would have wanted, but um, you know, you gotta have patience sometimes during a huge rebuild like this. Yeah, I agree. Our, our play style is totally switched, so I think it's respectful to give them a year. And again, I mean, we look really good so far. I mean, even Auburn, we had a we put a good half of football together against you know a team that played for the national championship last year. And I'm still not convinced that Auburn's not the best team in the SEC this year. I say they're definitely one or two. So. Um, Obviously, we'll see as the season goes on, but I think I think we're going to be all right, dude. I really do. Well, uh, like I said, we've just been recapping the um, the uh, Texas Tech uh, win uh, yesterday. Arkansas won 49-28. Next week, we host the Northern Illinois Huskies mm-hmm. in Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Uh, that game is going to be broadcast on ESPNU at 6 p.m. Yeah, night game. Uh, yeah, night game in Fayette Thrill, mm-hmm. uh, Fayette Nam. Be very exciting. And Fayette. um, uh, what, what were we saying? I said Fayette Nam. Fayette Nam. J. Will Two Trill gonna go for like two hundred yards. And uh, again, if you've got ESPNU, then uh, make sure you tune in. Obviously, the next week is a big game as we play Texas A&M. I don't think the network has been uh, announced for that yet, has it, Logan? I thought that game's on Fox every year. I thought that was like the deal, but I don't know. Uh-huh. I'll have to check that out. I really don't know. I, that's just what I thought was part of that contract, you know. Okay, might be. We'll see, though. I'll look it up for the next show. We got time. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Hey, we got to uh, give them some predictions real quick. Oh, absolutely. Northern Illinois. Yeah, yeah. All right, you start off. All right, I think we're going to win this. I think we're going to score a lot of points again. I see us putting up probably 38 points. I think we win like 38-21. I think we, we finally wear down their uh, defensive line and go in the second half and just run rampant again. I'm going to roll with Arkansas 42 Northern 17. Nice. I think it's the I first think, time Charlie picked us to win all year. <laughs> uh, I picked us to win the other day, I think, didn't I? I, I can't remember, or honestly. Not. I think you picked against might, us, Isaiah Tech. I might not have. I might mm-hmm. not. Well, wait, maybe, wait, maybe I should keep doing that. Hold <laughs> on. No. Northern Illinois with the upset. <laughs> Northern Illinois 38, Arkansas 35. Oh. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, man. Ridiculous. Well, all right, guys. I'm uh, planning on hosting the website starting next weekend. So thehogcast.com should be up and running. By next weekend, I'm just getting the last graphics up and stuff. So that'll be exciting. You guys can check out all the podcasts there. Um, you can subscribe to our iTunes channel, all that stuff from there. So that should be up next weekend, guys. And we'll have our next episode uh, Saturday, probably after the game. Charlie's staying with me, so we'll host it here, probably live. Yeah, live on on the scene, uh, mm-hmm. directly after the game. I'll be covering it for 
for my job, Logan's going to attend, so we're going to give you a first hand, sort of like Auburn. We also attended the Auburn game. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what sets us apart from other uh, pretender Razorback podcasts. We go there for you, our we're listeners. There. We're live. We're live for you guys. So we are boots on the ground. <laughs> well, all right, guys, that was that's the Hogcast, and we'll be uh, here next week to recap NIU and get ready for the A and M showdown in Dallas. Thanks for listening, guys. Go Hogs. <laughs>